I am redefining myself because who I am now is not the person I used to be. Welcome to today's episode of Passionate Pursuits, powered by Quirins Coaching, LLC. I'm your host, Bridget Quirins. My mission for this podcast is to help you flourish by exploring how ordinary people are using their strengths in extraordinary service to the world and inspiring you to do the same. If you hang out in this community of dynamic visionaries long enough, you might just find yourself transformed. Subscribe now and check us out at quirinscoaching.com. Kim, I always love our conversations, so I'm excited to see what we uncover today. First, if you could describe yourself in three words for us, what would they be? I feel like that's like the most complicated thing I've ever been asked to describe myself in three words. I am now more flexible. I'm definitely more flexible than I used to be. I feel like I am less definitely less stubborn than I used to be. I'm definitely more patient. My mom always used to say that patience was the virtue that I got tired of waiting in line for, and she wasn't wrong. Let me just tell you that. There's nothing, absolutely nothing like having a kid that will teach you patience. Beforehand, I was the go, 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 go type, always go. From the moment I woke up to the moment I went to sleep, I was always doing, I could never sit down for more than like 20 minutes. I was always doing stuff. I mean, my job was constantly moving and definitely not a dust job type. But then I had a very physically difficult pregnancy. I was sick a lot and like there was a lot of pain, you know, of course that's associated with that. And it forced me to slow down physically and mentally. So it taught me the value of not always being on the go all the time. He shows up and I have to learn all over again, how to slow down. And I did a lot of reading about infant development and stuff like that so that I could try to put myself in his shoes as it were how he's perceiving his world so that I could understand better so that I could teach him better and it just kind of clicked one day where something that would absolutely infuriate me before I'm actually taking the time to digest mentally digest this and how to go about doing this in a new, more patient way. It was absolutely mind-blowing to witness that change in myself. That's really cool. How do you see your giftings working in your life now, as opposed to before when you didn't have a child? So my intuition's always been there and it got very heightened when I was pregnant and I, I definitely still have that. It's still there, still active. Um, but other abilities have gone dormant, if you will, because I'm not actively using them because I'm focused on other things at the moment. But it's definitely something that I have been 
thinking a lot more about recently and I want to get back into that obviously because you know firsthand exactly how that can change somebody's world and I love doing that you know I mean I don't want to say that it's fun but I mean it is kind of fun what are what are you like most passionate about in life if you had to project you know five ten years down the road what would you want to be like going after and doing? So I've never really thought about that. Let's talk it out. (laughs) (laughs) I've never really wanted to continue working for corporate America for the rest of my life. I do know that. And as flexible as my new job is, it is definitely me giving my time to somebody else. I absolutely loved maternity leave and I loved being unemployed because my time was my own. I decided how I wanted to use it, where I wanted to go, who I wanted to talk to, things that I wanted to do. Okay, you didn't get the laundry done at 10 a.m. like you wanted to. You're getting it done at 1 p.m. or you're getting it done three days later. It didn't really matter. So I do know that. I've never admitted this to anybody, but I have always wanted to start that business. What business? The business of helping other people by using my abilities, using my gifts. I love that. I think that's what a passionate pursuit is, is exactly that. Using your gifts to help other people. Yes, I have always won. Ever since I discovered what I was capable of, I have wanted to use that as a business. Because I do have several friends that they do that. I mean, because they're very, very gifted individuals and they've replaced their corporate America income with it. And I'm like, well, they have more kids than I do. So if they can do it, then so can I. (laughs) I don't know how they do it, but I'll figure it out. So what's stopping you? Right now, it's just because he's so little that I kind of just want to soak him in for the time being. I'm not saying that I won't put time into myself, but starting a business is a very demanding thing. So I just, I kind of want to wait until he's a little bit older so that I don't have to be missing out on major milestones in his first year. Totally valid. Excellent reason. So what would that look like then when he is old enough for you to start going after that? Honestly, I don't even know. It would probably be a gradual thing, like be able to drop from full-time to part-time at my current job and then do my business part-time and then just kind of switch them, you know, you got to build that up. It's not an overnight deal. And then the other thing that I constantly feel like I've tried to start businesses before it'll go for a while 
couple of years maybe, but then it just, after that, I just lose interest. So then I got to wonder and I was just like, well, I'm always losing interest in stuff that I start. So why would I try again? Obviously, if you're losing interest in it, then it wasn't the right field. When is the last time you were doing something and you like totally lost track of time and like the need to eat and like you were just in a flow state? What were you doing? It probably was before Dean was born, which is crazy because he's almost eight months old now. It's been a long time. So long, I can't even remember. What do you think you would have been doing when you would like look up at the clock and be like, holy cow, three hours passed and I didn't even know what sort of things would you have been focused on? I could definitely get lost in a book real easy. I remember when I was a little kid during the summer, I would spend all day reading. I'd climb up in the tree in the backyard. I can remember one day I was sitting on the stairwell with the front door open, looking outside, reading. I've done meditations that were like an hour. Didn't feel like it. God, this is so hard. Because I just don't sit long enough to lose track of time. The times when you do means there's something really valuable there. Take away from that. Yeah. You're really testing me, girl. I don't even know. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Okay, let's try it from this angle. When you think about your abilities, like where your strengths lie, and then you think about difficult tasks, there are some difficult tasks where you know that your strengths are below the task and that just leads to frustration. But there's some difficult tasks where your strengths are matched to them. And those are the ones where you find the most satisfaction when you complete them. Mm-hmm. What do those tasks look like for you? Um, my previous job, I was really good at, and the day would fly by. There were many days that would just fly right by. I loved that job. I was the, I was in that position for eleven years. I mean, you don't stick around in that job unless you really like what you're doing. I used to spend hours when I was a kid drawing. I would take, and I would do um, still lifes, a lot of animals with like charcoal pencils. I was always very artsy. I used to do like wine bottle lamps. I tried to teach myself how to knit. I wanted to do crochet too, but I never got that far. What else did I used to do? Had a cricket machine for a while. A lot of art things. Two questions. So number one, what did you love about your previous job? Why was that so satisfying? I'm a detail person and there was a lot of fine details involved with that job because it was so heavily regulated by a lot of government agencies. And the the machines that we used for the blood separation were very technical. And I used to love working on those machines. Every time the tech came out, to like repair one or do a, like a basic maintenance or like a regularly scheduled maintenance. I was always all up in his face and asking him questions and sticking my head down in there, looking at all the, the, the junk and the wires and the this and the that. I loved those machines. Yeah. Okay. And then my other question would be, 
how could you picture combining like your love for artistic expression and your gifts? Baller question. Wow. Never even thought of that. So I'm getting a vision right now of like, say I'm in a, a reading with someone and I can, what I'm looking at is like an artistic drawing, painting, whatever of like what I'm seeing. There's a person there. So it's like somebody's relative, friend, whatever, that's trying to communicate. And I, I've put that on paper somehow. Down, girl. I can't believe you just asked me that. I think we found it. I am in shock right now. <laughs> That's insane. Mind blown. Now, how does it feel picturing yourself doing that? I feel relaxed. Like I can feel it in my chest. That's where I get a lot of my, my empath emotions from others and stuff like that. And it has a very deep, relaxing feeling to it. I'm like dumbfounded right now. I love it. Wow. Yeah. And how special would that be to be able to give that to someone? It's crazy. Wow. If that was me on the receiving end of that, I would bawl my eyes out. I would absolutely just break down in tears. Absolutely. You're translating in another way that you haven't before what you're receiving. Audio is wonderful. Right. I know this, but visual, like to actually have that visual representation is, it's almost like you can take a photograph and, and give it to someone. Right. That's really special. You know what? And that sucks too, because I just put all of that stuff in my storage unit. Guess who's going back to her storage unit? <laughs> it's also really special to look at something and think my relative or my friend or this person who was really important to me is still actively communicating. I made a discovery. Yeah. That is so insane. Now I have to come up with a name for it. It's, it's kind of neat that we came into this, not really having an agenda for what we were going to talk about. And lo and behold, we've unfolded a little mystery. Yeah. I think that was illuminating. Oh my gosh. I can't believe we just did that. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of Passionate Pursuits, powered by Corns Coaching, LLC. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe now. This show is completely ad-free, so if you gain value from listening, please leave a review and share with a friend. I am so grateful for you. Thank you.